So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you want to learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of the Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. I'm your host, Aaron LeBauer, and today we're going to talk about what makes you uncomfortable. So what makes you uncomfortable as a physical therapist? What makes you uncomfortable as a business owner and how to grow and how to uh, get past that? So you can make a lot of money. You can help a shitload of people and you can live a, dr a life of freedom and fulfillment without anyone micromanaging you, breathing down your neck and telling you what to do, especially a boss, insurance companies, um, or someone else. I don't know. So here's the theme. Like I talk to a lot of people, I have a lot of people, you know, who are crushing it. And then I encounter a lot of people who are, who want to crush it, but make excuses. Okay. The, there's two things that I need you to understand before we even get into all the things um, is that uh, growth doesn't happen in your comfort zone. So you may not know this, but I'm like, I used to teach yoga. <laughs> Holy cow, Aaron's done a lot of things. Well, I'm 49 years old. I've done a lot of things. I haven't just done the same thing forever, and I never will do the same thing forever from here on out. Um, I did a Baptiste uh, inspired yoga teacher training, probably 2015, right as the coaching business was starting to grow. Maybe it was 2013. It was almost 10, it was 10 years ago. As coaching business started to grow, I had to stop teaching yoga because the clinic was cool. I mean, I had a dope schedule where I would work. I would see patients from eight to one on Mondays and Fridays, from two to six on Tuesday, Thursdays, and eight to 12 and two to six on Wednesdays. And so Tuesday and Thursday mornings, I would go to yoga. Um, I would actually teach yoga at noon on Tuesdays and I would te teach or assist on Saturday mornings and I would go to the other class on Saturday mornings. It was great, but then the coaching business got busy enough and I had to, I had to choose one and I didn't make money doing yoga. But anyways, one of the things I learned in yoga um, is, you, is growth didn't happen in your comfort zone. And as soon as, so in yoga terms, that feels like if you're ever doing a pose and you're holding it for five breaths, yoga doesn't start until the pose gets hard. Yoga really doesn't start. You're not doing yoga until you're ready to get out of the pose, right? It's almost like you're not really lifting weights until you're ready to stop and it gets hard and you want to put it down. Okay, now that's starting to be when your strength and growth is happening, when you want to start putting it down, but you know you got, you need three more reps. Okay, so one, this is about what makes you uncomfortable. Two, growth doesn't happen in your comfort zone, so you have to recognize what makes you uncomfortable so that you can learn from it and grow from it. And three, you're sabotaging your own success. Almost 100% of the time, when you're working with me or you're working with someone else or you're doing something other people have done and you wanna be like, hey, I wanna have a business like Aaron, whether it's a clinic like Aaron or an online coaching business like Aaron, and you're not making the progress you want somewhere in your life, you're sabotaging your own success. 
Okay. So the things that make you uncomfortable, I've got a list. This is cool. I got a list, but I also have um, some steps to grow to the next level. And there's some lessons in here. So look, before we get into this, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the like, subscribe, and click the notification bell. And also comment. Like YouTube loves the comments. Um, you know, even like if you're listening to the podcast on iTunes, leave me a review. Like doing those things. Or if you're watching this in the Cashpedia Nation, comment below because it helps the algorithms. And there's two things that this this does. One, it allows you to synthesize the information that you learn. Two, you're sharing it with others. You're sharing what you've synthesized with others so you can help the next person. And three, it helps the algorithm help more people see this stuff because there's 200,000 physical therapists in the US and believe it or not, I think there's probably 100,000 of them don't even know who I am and don't know that cash-based physical therapy is an opportunity for them. So what makes you uncomfortable? Number one, talking about money. I, I need to do a whole podcast on talking about money, but just talking about money makes you uncomfortable. Money is good. Money does great things. Money solves problems. Money doesn't make you happy, and people with money are not evil. Having those beliefs means that you won't have money. Money comes and goes. Time is fleeting. You might lose money today, but go get money tomorrow. I can lose $100,000 today, and I can go get it tomorrow. Like I know what to do to go get it. Because I've been around people who have more of it, and I've seen their attitudes and the way they talk about money. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on business coaching and courses, and I've gotten it back in droves because you know what I'm doing is I'm investing myself. And what we need to do is talk about money more, especially as a physical therapist. It's like awkward to talk about with your patients, talk about with your family. Talking about money makes you uncomfortable. Money is just a way to exchange value. It's a way to quantify how many people you've helped. I know that my coaching business did over a million dollars last year that I've helped a shitload of people get. <laughs> like, I know, like, I don't know how many people I've helped because not everyone says, hey, Aaron, thank you very much. I get more of the, hey, Aaron, stop talking about the APTA like that and blah, blah, blah. But I know that if I'm making money, then I'm helping thousands of people because I could not help, you know, that, you know, I could not make that much money if I wasn't actually helping someone because I'm not stealing money from people. I'm not taking it from people unwillingly. I'm exchanging value. So I'm getting some money and I'm exchanging 10x the value. You know, so like, uh, let's say Owen Johnson, speaking at PT BizCon, he gave me $18,000 coaching this first year in business and he made $225,000. Wouldn't you say that's a fair exchange? He gave me 18,000 and I helped him make 225,000. That's pretty dope. I've had other people pay me 18,000 or $21,000, $25,000. And I've helped them make another $25,000. But you know what else they got? They got the $25,000. Well, I'm sure I've helped them make, I'm sure they've made more, $100,000 for the year. But the other thing that they get is not just money, it's time. It's, um, it's time, it's satisfa career satisfaction, feeling like, whole. I mean, <laughs> Owen will tell you all these things came to him. He has a better relationship with his, with his fiance, now his wife, um, or maybe it was, maybe they were married. I think they got married since we started coaching together. You know, his better personal relationship, better relationship with his patients, his career. Um, gosh, Matthew Audia is someone that Owen and Jen referred 
just applied for a transformation contest. It was like, I was about to get out of PT. And now since joining the mastermind two months ago, you know, I love my profession again. I'm like, does that matter? Right. But what we do is we talk about money. We talk about how to make money, how to save money, how to use money and leverage money. Talking about money makes you uncomfortable. Then you need to talk about it more. And maybe it's the people you're around. You need to put yourself around people that are comfortable talking about money. Because I'll tell you about all my money and where I, where I put it and what I do with it and how much I make. And if it makes you uncomfortable, like then that's something you need to get over. Okay. Number two, what makes you uncomfortable? Sales. Sales makes you uncomfortable. The thought of sales. If, like I don't use the word sales in my marketing very often because everyone thinks marketing is the problem, but really the problem is sales. The problem is sales, sales, sales. One, you've experienced really shitty sales. You've, you've experienced pushy people trying to tell you what to do, but real sales, ethical sales is asking questions and offering a solution to a problem that people have in exchange for money. But that problem is going to be worth, you know, $5,000 and I'm going to ask you for a thousand, or maybe there's no monetary value we can put on being able to have sex comfortably with your partner again. Um, but I can say, Hey, you know, I can help you do that in eight weeks. Physical therapy for that is going to cost 2,500 bucks. Okay. It's sales. So you have to get over the sales thing because I believe strongly that physical therapy is the right solution for pretty much anyone who's in pain or injured now or in the past and people who don't want to fall over and fracture their hip, femur, pelvis when they're 75, they need physical therapy. So I feel it's my ethical obligation to be a master at sales so I can use it for good, not just for making money. But if you're in it just to make money, so we talked about money, but if you're in this and your only goal is making money and you're desperate, the sales is going to come across that way. And that's probably what you've experienced from other people. Okay. Number three, email marketing, email marketing makes you uncomfortable. I can't tell you. I mean, I've sent a, I sent, I don't know, 25 emails in the last three weeks, to promote PT BizCon. And I'm going to send another 30 or 40 emails between now and March. Okay. Email marketing. It makes you uncomfortable because you don't understand it. Right. And if you understood it, you'd be like, ah, oh, there's Aaron again, sending me a message. Yes. Okay. I'm finally going to buy a ticket to PT BizCon, right? Because if you buy a PT ticket to PT BizCon, you won't keep getting emails about PT BizCon. You'll get them here or there, but maybe you're subscribed with two or three or even five email addresses to my list and you buy a ticket to PT BizCon or you enroll in the Cash PT Blueprint. You're still going to get messages to your other emails about that program if you've signed up because you've asked me for help. So here's a couple things. One, you just have to recognize that I'm going to keep emailing you until you say yes. And then if you have another email address, like there's no way my system knows that that is the same person. So you just have to kind of ignore it or just be like, all right, cool. Let me figure out which email I like the best. And you know, you can unsubscribe the others. And here's the thing with email marketing. You can unsubscribe at any time. The link's at the bottom of the email. And if I email you something, you don't like it before you click unsubscribe, Check yourself and see why did that make you uncomfortable? Is it something I said? Is it the way I said it? Or is it the way that you interpreted it, right? Oh God, I got some crazy emails last week and I'm just trying to help people who are on my list grow their business and they're like, I don't like the tone of this. And seriously, when I looked at the emails, I was like, really? Like, you don't like the tone of this? It was, did a seagull steal your phone? And maybe, you know, I was like, I know most people, um, you know, look at their phones when they're in the bathroom, 
you know, maybe you dropped yours in the toilet and when you were trying to sign up for PT BizCon, that's why you didn't get a ticket. So click the link here and get back in and, you know, join us at PT BizCon. I mean, I had like three or four people reply to that and was like, stop. And I'm just like, this is fun. It's funny. I don't know. That one email makes me a lot of money in my blueprint book sequence. So I let's just say you go to my my website, Cash PT Blueprint Book, and you put in your name, phone number, address, email. You go to the next page, and you're like, oh no, I don't want to pay $9 for Aaron to ship me this book for free. Let me think about this longer. Let me go look on Amazon. Oh darn, on Amazon it's 20 bucks. Okay, so if you didn't buy it, but you fill out the name, phone number, email part, you're on my list and I can send you um, a series of emails. I send a series of four, maybe five emails for when you abandon the cart. Everyone does this, Etsy does this. I mean, Amazon, does, I mean, a lot of places do this where they follow you around with ads. I follow you around with emails. And one of my most successful emails from that one, I used it for the um, for P PT BizCon. And I only sent it to people who had clicked on the sales page or clicked on a link in one of the emails about PT BizCon, and I had like three or four people get upset about it because it was funny. Anyways, you don't understand email marketing, and so you don't know how you can use it to make hundreds of thousands of dollars in your business. I've got one email sequence that's easily made me $500,000. Easily, probably a million dollars. Probably if I trace that email sequence to all the webinars it sent people to, I've probably made a million dollars with the email sequence. If you're my mastermind, I'll give you a, you know, and you sell online, courses or programs, I'll give that sequence to you. I just did that with Joe Gambino. We just gave it to him, set it up for him and his um, business, and he's gonna be using it as an attractive character email sequence. It's awesome. It's so powerful. Okay, the other thing that uh, makes you uncomfortable is doing the actual work and being responsible for your own success. I just did a whole podcast episode on this, but you've gotta do the work. Okay, if you don't have kids, you've got plenty of time. Look, me, Jen Nisit, Meg Greco. Um, oh, there's five other Jens. They have all kids. You know, other guys that have kids. Um, <laughs> Joe Gambino just had a new baby. Who else has um, kids? We're doing the work. Like, there's, you know, my uncle said this to me. He, he's like, Aaron, I don't care what he was, what the topic was. And I was like, you know, I don't have time for that. He's like, you have time. You just aren't making it a priority. So you need to do the work. Doing the work makes you uncomfortable. You think just joining the program or buying a course or finally spending money on yourself means that the results are gonna happen. You actually have to do the work. Like I can show you how to fish, but I can't fish for you. And then uh, my coach Bedros posted something today on his, uh, his story was like, I'm gonna show you how to fish, but don't come take my fishing spot, you know. <laughs> it's like, that's when I'm going to crush you. It's like, I'm happily show you how to fish because there are plenty of fish. This pond keeps getting restocked. Pond is being restocked every day with money and with patience. And I'll show you how to fish, but you got to go out there and do the work. You have to be responsible for your own success. It's not the course. It's not the program. It's not the advice. You know, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to help you grow a business and help millions of patients. And it's your responsibility to be responsible for your own success and admit when, you know what, this isn't just isn't for you. Or admit when you haven't done the work. So do the work. It's hard, but it and it can be rewarding. And if you're doing the right work for the right reason, with the right mission, and you know the right, you have the USP and your avatar down, it doesn't feel like work at all. Like, it really doesn't feel like work at all. So, anyways, do the work. Number five, commitment. 
committing to yourself, like commitment makes you uncomfortable. So people are scared to commit and they back out or they're scared to make a commitment and they stay on the fence or they think you've made a commitment and I can get out of it. I'm like, um, you made a commitment. Like all of our platinum mastermind members after 30 days agree and say they sign a platinum promise, which has, you know, there's 20 things that I'm responsible for and four or five things that you're responsible for. And one of them is keeping the commitment you made after 30 days to, you know, working together for 12 months to radically change your life, your business, and the way you impact your patients. And it's a commitment to yourself, your business, and your family. And a lot of people think they can get out of it. And you can, but, you know, it, what disappoints me is that, you know, I clearly helped, you know, I'm going to bat for you and you're making a commitment to yourself. But clearly that wasn't a commitment you really made. It was like you're putting your toe in the water. You know, there's a lot of other things where people make shallow commitments because you're not all in because you don't have a big reason, big enough reason why. But the one of the reasons I don't understand it, and I've told some of my, my other friends and people in my coaching groups, like, I just don't understand is because when I make a commitment, I'm all in. I'm not going to sit on the fence forever. We've talked about how speed is your friend in business, but I'm going to think about it and say yes or no. I'm not going to go half halfway into something. Right? I'm not going to go halfway into a business or an idea. I've had plenty of people, you know, Jake, who does my ads and sales for me, and Greg Todd, and people like, Aaron, you need to try, this would be great. I'm like, yeah, great, let me think about it. I was like, but if I go all in on it, it's going to take time away from the other things I'm focused on. And it's called having laser focus, but it's also being committed to the thing that you say yes to. And when you say no, you've committed to no. That's not, that doesn't work with my game plan. And I'm not going to do it. I'm committed to this other thing. And you have to stay committed, committed to your patients, committed to your learning, but really committed to yourself, your business and the things that you want, which isn't to say that once you commit, you can't change course, but it's once you commit to something, see it through until you realize, you know, this isn't the right path. And then you adjust, but you haven't changed your commitment. You've changed your strategy. Does that make sense? It's called, you know, be committed <laughs> because the first time you do something, it's not always going to work. And the people that are committed to the, to the goal, to the process are the ones that are going to win and see it through. What is it? Thomas Edison, what invented, what is it? Thomas Edison that invented 20, 250 light bulbs before he got one to work. Something like that. It's Thomas Edison. Yeah. I always get Edison and Jefferson confused because they're old guys, I think with the same kind of first name. <laughs> but anyways, you get the point. I don't know the stats on that, but that's called commitment. What makes you uncomfortable? Tech. Don't let the goddamn tech make you uncomfortable. Tech should not make you uncomfortable. It's 2023. If tech makes you uncomfortable, just stop trying to pretend. If you're a PT listening to this or OT, speech pathologist, you learned spinothalamic tracks. If you can learn that, you can learn the tech. The tech is even easier. It's just because you don't understand it. It's an easy excuse to keep you from failure. It's like, oh, the tech's too hard. I'm not going to do it. If I fail, it's not my personal responsibility for the failure. It's the tech's fault. Stop blaming the tech. Take responsibility for your own success. Just stop it. Get over it. And look, you can always hire someone else to do it for you. But the best owner operators are the people that understand the process and understand the outcome. So you can hire the right people. So you really got to understand the tech because if you can run one of these, you can run the PT email engine, you can run uh, ClickFunnels, you can do Zapier, you can do all those things. 
You do Facebook and Instagram. Okay, number seven, the APTA. What makes you uncomfortable? The APTA. Well, for good reason. The APTA. I don't know what else we need to say. The APTA makes you uncomfortable. It's good. Great. APTA. Um, does it make me uncomfortable? I don't think it makes me uncomfortable. It's just they're not serving me as a physical therapist and business owner, not even the PPS. That's why I created PT BizCon. That's why I created courses and do my own webinars because I've decided a long time ago that um, if I wanna change the profession, I can't do it from inside the APTA because they won't let me. As much as you're gonna, when I email about it or post about it, if you message me and say, Aaron, well, you just need to be on more committees and try harder. Look, I've had about eight different uh, presentations for PPS or CSM turned down. I've had a couple articles for the PPS Impact Magazine turned down. I have spoken at CSM before, once on my own. I spoke at PPS as a student um, with Bob Duvall. Um, I didn't write that proposal. Um, I do have a, did do a couple webinars back in the day, but you know, they would get 25 people in the webinar and I would get 500. You know, and they put my thing up on the website and I can't even access it unless I'm a member. You know, it's like, and they're charging money for it and I don't know, whatever. It's totally cool. But the APTA makes you uncomfortable because every time I talk about it, you react to it. You get defensive of the APTA. You just got to understand that they don't serve everybody. I was a big supporter for a long time. And when COVID came around and the dental association, the spa association were the best resources for me as a private practice owner, um, to deal with COVID. And, and I asked the PPS president, I said, Hey, can you make these resources available for free to all business owners? They're like, no, that's a benefit of being a member. I was like, you've got this all wrong. Like that should be free, serve other people. And then they'll see why it there's benefits to membership. And they didn't do that. And they were basically like, no, that's not, that's not how we do things. And I was like, great, I'm not renewing. I mean, after 12 years. So anyways, APTA makes you uncomfortable. Every time I talk about it, you react. Um, that's totally cool. Um, but it's not for everybody. What makes you uncomfortable? The belief in yourself. Um, I'm not a therapist. I'm not, you know, my brother is, he might be able to better speak about this, but when we lack belief in ourselves, we're unable to invest in ourselves. And most people who I see fail, don't believe that they can do it. So what's the one thing that I know can solve this problem? Look, I probably believe in you more than you believe in yourself. But the one thing that can solve this and you know, is to get around other people that are doing what you wanna do so you can be like, oh man, I'm just like them. If they can do it, so can I. I mean, that's what being around um, some of my peers does for me. You know, Ryan Obenesser, I mean, Greg Todd, Paul Goff, Jared Carter, you know, being around those guys, I'm like, oh, they're just like me, you know? I gotta go be around Bedros Cooley and Bedros. He's an eight fit. He's speaking at PT BizCon. He's making well over eight figures. Dude doesn't have a college degree. You know, he's the same age as me. He likes to. He's more of a meathead than I am. I'm more of an endurance athlete. But we have you know similar way of thinking. You know, similar processing. It's awesome. And I'm like, great. He can do it. I can do it. He believes in me. I'm like, okay, you believe I can do a three to $5 million business. Okay. How do I do that? Cause I don't know how, but now that he tells me and I go put myself around like last week at operation black site around all these other entrepreneurs who are making more than I am. I'm like, they're just, you know, like 
I can, I, I know I can do it if they can do it. I'm like, how can, how can, how do I not have what they have? So I build belief in myself. Okay. You know what makes you uncomfortable? Number nine, sharing your dreams. The reason sharing your dreams makes you uncomfortable is because everyone else is shooting them down. Don't be around those. Don't share them with the people that put them down. You need to be around people that are going to be like, damn, that's dope. <laughs> like, I want you to win. And I do. I want you to win. I want to know what your dreams are. What are your goals? What do you really want? You're never going to make them happen if you keep them to yourself because you feel embarrassed that your dreams aren't good enough for other people. Like, stop trying to please other people and just do it for you or your family. Don't care about what other people think of you. That's what's keeping you from success. Number 10, sharing your lessons. Okay, the only reason I'm here is because I've shared what I learned. I've shared the journey and I've shared and I've shared what works and what didn't work. Sharing your lessons and then 11, asking for help. What makes you uncomfortable is asking for help because you're smart. Why, you know, I'm supposed to be the smartest person in the room with my patients, but not as a business owner. Ask for help. So those three things all come from ego, sharing your dreams, belief in yourself, sharing your dreams, sharing your lessons and asking for help. You feel like if I do that, people, what are people going to think of me? You have to stop that and you have to stop worrying about what other people think for you, think of you. And if you want to grow your business the fastest way possible, you have to ask for help. You have to share your wins and lessons and share your dreams. Number 12, what does it do? It makes you feel like an imposter. So what makes you uncomfortable is feeling like an imposter. Like who am I to be able to tell patients this? So new grads who think they need five years of experience to help patients. That's bullshit. Other lame PTs have put that on you. Feeling like an imposter, like some days I'm like, who am I to, you know, put on PT BizCon, it's such a massive event, it's gonna cost a lot of money, you know, I'm like, who am I to do that? I've gotten over that a lot um, over the last five or six years, like, that thought doesn't come in my mind at all, but the only reason I can share it is because it's come through my mind, I'm like, this is such a massive thing, like, who am I to do this? Well, who am I not to do it? Like, no one else has stepped up to do it. Like I said, like, APTA has said no to me like eight times for sharing how to market directly to patients and building a cash-based practice or creating online products and leveraging uh, your expertise as an online course or how do we reach millions of people as physical therapists. Like they don't want me to share that at the events. I don't know who's on the deciding committee, but great. So I'm going to do my own thing. So stop feeling like an imposter. But it does. It makes you uncomfortable. You just have to recognize it. Recognize it's there and be like, all right. Um, what makes you uncomfortable? When, you, when you're feeling sold to, this goes back to number two, sales. When you're feeling like you're being sold to, and you're like, oh, I know the drill, Aaron. I'm like, you do? You know the drill? Okay, great. Like, you feel like you're being sold to. It makes you uncomfortable. Just realize that if, you've, if you feel like you're being sold to and it makes you uncomfortable, you've had bad sales experiences. I just need to get to know you before I can let you know if I can help you or not. So it goes back to the sales and money thing. Just get over that part. Work with people you who have success that you want, who've done what you want to do, and can get you there even faster. Even if you know you can get there on your own, it's your obligation to get there faster so you can help even more people. Fifth, 14, what makes you uncomfortable? Paying for help. A lot of these things, you know, they came out of my head, they, they roll together, paying for help. Whether it's help someone else grow your business, for coaching, for like answering questions, like paying for help. Like, yeah, you can find a lot of great ideas, you know, on the internet. You can survey all your friends who've done it once. You can probably figure this out on your own because you're smart, because, you know, I did. But it took Derek eight months to make 15K in a month, and it took me 15 months. It took um, Owen a year to make $225,000 in his clinic, and it took me like 
five years, five and a half years to do that, right? So it's speed, you know, as I get to become a better coach and have better systems in the business, success um, amplifies. So it's all about speed. So if it makes you uncomfortable to pay for help or ask for help, look, you can ask for help, but if you're not paying for it, what are you gonna do with that information? I know this, like, if I want something, if I want to get a massage, if I want to get a service, you know, I wanna pay for it because then I can get it whenever I want because I'm exchanging money for time of that person or the service or the information rather than doing it out of the goodness of their own heart. Because one, I may not show up and take it seriously. And two, they may not take me seriously. And they may be like, great, let's do this once. And I'm like, yeah, but I wanna do like every week for like three months. Oh, well, I don't have time. Okay, great. Well, who can I pay to help me, right? Paying for help. It's just like, it's like you got a contract and you've got expectations and expectations aren't muddled with relationships or friendship or, you know, a feigned relationship. So pay for help, you know, buy speed. Okay, here's a couple things um, that I know. People on the top don't shit on the people below them. They don't. So don't even think for a minute that if you put out information about how to grow a cash practice, I'm gonna come and be like, oh, look, Jennifer's teaching someone how to do this. I'm gonna go shit on you and talk shit to you. No, it's, you know, I'm looking forward. I'm looking to see who can I, who can I learn from to be better? You know, like I said, you know, I'll teach you how to fish and I've taught plenty of my clients how to coach others, but you know, don't come to my secret fishing spot, you know, and try to get there before me because I'll out-compete you, I'll out-market you, I'll outgrow you, but I'm gonna show you how to fish because the pond is big and there's plenty of secret fishing spots, okay? But don't think that um, for a minute any one of the trolls that you're gonna get is someone that's doing better than you. It's only the people that, um, well, look, when you get a troll or a hater, that means you're doing something right. And when they come, just know that they have no power. There's no power they can have over you because you're doing something that they couldn't possibly do themselves. So, you know, it can make you uncomfortable. It was terrible. <laughs> I had a hard time with it for a long time until I gained some perspective on it. Okay, here's, um, I've already told you some things you need to do to grow to the next level, but um, here's some very specific things to grow and get to the next level. I don't, you know what, like there's some of the negative stuff is great because it can resonate because our brains think in the negative, but I wanna give you some positive things. So the positive spin is one, get uncomfortable. Like I said, growth doesn't happen in your comfort zone. You should purposefully be getting uncomfortable on a regular basis, whether that's physical exercise, mental exercise, working on yourself, go see a therapist and work on your shit, do some personal self-development books and tapes, I mean tapes, growth courses, get uncomfortable. Look, even as a your your coach, like it's not you don't hire me to be your friend. You hire me to help you. And if something I say makes you uncomfortable, that's okay. That's where the growth happens. You don't always have to do what I say. But I wouldn't tell you to do something I would never do myself. And I wouldn't recommend doing something that I didn't think was going to be helpful. Now, the strategies may not always work, but it may not just work the first time. It's got there's a lot of different reasons why things don't work. There's a whole market message match. There's the copywriting. There's the intention. There's the timing. There's the Facebook algorithm, etc. But you got to get uncomfortable, and you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Like take a cold shower, go for a bike ride in the 45 degree rain. 
you know, get uncomfortable. Go just do yoga. Okay. Number two, set goals. Set goals and work hard towards them, both physical, business, and for your family, right? So physical goal of mine is strong first certification. Not because I want the certification, because I know that snatching a 24 kilogram kettlebell, which is 53 pounds, um, overhead hundred times in five minutes is like when I set that goal three or four years ago, no, three years ago in 2020, I knew it was an impossible goal for my, I was like, there's no way my body can do that. Now I know I can, I just want to do it before I'm 50. Um, because at the age of 50, the test weight goes down to 20 kilograms. And I snatched that a hundred times in five minutes and 45 seconds yesterday. So I know I can do that one. That's a cardiovascular, um, limitation for me. Uh, business goal. I want to, 75 members of my mastermind, 100 members in the mastermind. I want a million dollars in monthly uh, in recurring revenue, so 85,000 in MMR, monthly MRR, um, three to five million dollars in my business, um, 10 million dollars in uh, net worth in assets, uh, real estate, um, uh, stocks, investments, etc. Okay, goal for my family: 81 days of vacation a year with a member of my family you know, take my kids skiing two times a year, um, et cetera. I mean, and then not just set your goals, but work hard towards them. Okay. Setting a goal isn't enough. You actually have to work hard. We talked about that. You got to work hard, got to work smart, but you got to work hard. And sometimes that means sacrificing two or three hours on a Saturday, maybe getting up at 5am, you know, like, don't, don't come to me like, Aaron, I can't do it. I don't have enough time. Okay, if you don't have enough time and you're busy, our number one goal isn't doing more things, it's buying your time back, either by hiring things, hiring people, outsourcing, quitting a job, something. You know, maybe the first thing we have to do isn't working on new patients, it's getting you more time, because time is more valuable than money. And if you don't have time, if you truly don't have time, then we need to strategize on how to do that. But if you don't have kids, don't tell me you don't got time. If you only got a 40 hour week job, and no kids, you got time, you're just not prioritizing it. Even if you have kids and you have a you know family member or partner, spouse, someone who can watch the kids for a couple hours on Saturday, you have plenty of time to do this. You do. You just have to prioritize it. And sometimes you got to sacrifice other things for the long-term goal. Okay, number three, hire a coach. What does that do? It allows you to time collapse your results. You can compress your results from five years into one year or two months. Oh no, it took me a long time to make 40K in a week and Brandon Smith did it in the first week we started working together. It took me years to do $30,000 in monthly recurring revenue and Jess Jenny did that in two and a half years working together. I mean, it's like, it's called time collapse, your results, okay? Go to events, um, masterminds, events, be in the right room. You gotta be in the right room. You can go to events and be in the wrong room, but here's what being in the right room does. It allows you to be with other people so I can, so, you know, there's this whole glass ceiling. Well, the if the ceiling's glass, you can see what it looks like upstairs. You just can't get through it, right? I'm not talking about glass ceiling. Most of you are walking around and there's like a drop ceiling, you know, or concrete, and you can't see what it looks like. As long as you can see what it looks like, then you can visualize yourself in that room and you can get there, okay? Because no matter what, I can make a staircase for you, cut a hole, whatever that room is like, but I need you to be able to see in the other room and I'm not just gonna have some glass, we're just gonna open a hole for you and you can see in there and I'm gonna drop a ladder down, 
but it's your choice to climb the ladder. And you do that by being at events, by being in masterminds, by being in the right room, because success, success leaves clues and um, in, you get environmental exposure to people that are thinking like you want to think. Um, look, I just got back from an event. It's called Operation Black Site. We meet three times a year for two days. It's for high-level entrepreneurs um, who want to get together and experience. It was like um, to become a Laura Croft or Jason Bourne, right? You're someone who's um, incredibly smart and successful, but uh, is, a, is a physical weapon. So we did self-defense and tactical training and martial arts uh, day one, and we did handgun uh, training and skills and room clearing um, on day two. We did uh, some survival, escape, resistance, and evasion strategies during lunch. We had uh, um, a physician who specializes in uh, men's health and works with um, ex-special forces and high-level entrepreneurs talk one day for lunch another guy who's like worth loads of money talk about money mindset the next day um i paid twenty thousand dollars to be in the right room you know when bajers told me about this i was like take my money i don't really care i'm just gonna be there and it's twenty thousand bucks to be in the right room three times a year okay so that's like six hundred six thousand six hundred sixty six dollars per event plus the hotel which is two fifty a night, plus the first class flight, which is twelve hundred dollars. So I basically paid eighty six hundred bucks to be at a two day event that put me in the right room. I was away from the clinic, but the clinic's on you know autopilot. Like I don't need to be in the clinic for it to grow and make money. I don't need to be in my office here in Greensboro for the coaching business to make money. And while I was there, I was sold. While I was there, I sold thirty something tickets to PT Bizcon. I wasn't working for it actively trading time for money. I wrote the emails on the flight out there. So I paid uh, $8,600 to be in the right room um, at a two-day event. When you, rate, when you make a decision, you want to make a decision fast. So the faster you make a decision, the faster you can take action, the faster you'll experience success. And there is, once, you, once you do that, there are no wrong decisions. There are just lessons you learn and shifts that you make in your business. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. And I would really, really love to know what you got out of this. So if you want to comment below um, or uh, shout it out on uh, Instagram, take a screenshot, tag me. Let me know um, what was most helpful for you about this. Um, even just shoot me a DM. But I would appreciate if you'd share it with other people because that'll help the next person. Thanks. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Hey, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the show. If you're an established PT business owner, where you have a clinic or online business, you're a coach or whatever, and you want to 10X your marketing, your time, your income, your impact, and scale your business to multiple six or seven figures, then I would love to invite you to join me or someone on my team for a free strategy and scale session. On this call, what we'll do is help you get clear on your goals. We'll help you identify the obstacles in your way and uncover the hidden opportunities in your business. Then we'll help you map out a three-step action plan so you'll have more fun, help more people, and make more money much, much, much quicker. And you'll leave the session feeling clear, confident, and excited about taking your PT business to the next level. Sound good? If that's a hell yeah, just go to cashptmastermind.com. That's www.cashptmastermind.com. Watch the videos and read through the whole page. Then fill out the short application and business assessment you'll find at the bottom of the page to schedule your call. Thanks, and I'll see you next week on the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast.